and space adventurers. Welcome to the third episode of Minimax in Space. In episode two, as the assumed last remaining survivors of the starship The Endeavor, our heroes take a small commandeered ship to Roselight, a station upon a moon that surrounds the planet Leavara. Here, they meet with leadership from the stewards, including Commander Kuthari. They discuss plans, strategies, and investigate what information they have. In the end, Commander Kuthari assigns our heroes the task of tracking down what has happened to the Endeavor, and if at all possible, rescuing it. To aid them in doing this, she has upgraded their ranks within the stewards and also given them the ship that they commandeered as theirs to keep. Our heroes do some reconnaissance and investigation, and also some shopping, and determine that they are going to head into the drift. There, they will seek out the point that they had determined the crew of the ship that is now theirs had become undead. Once they reached that location in the drift, they found a small floating factory. Attached to it was a goblin ship called the Fly Bucket. Where we last left them, they had boarded the fly bucket and just breached the seal into the factory. And then, combat initiated. There are four of those same goblins in here. They are going to take some shots at you. First one to act, fire his unstable junk laser at... Ah, uh, he'd probably have a line of sight. Uh, yeah, center to center, maybe give him some cover or something. Yeah, let's go on. Uh, Mr. Bubbles. All right, partial cover to Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> he gets a six to hit your EAC. The template you got was real nice. There, Mr. Bubbles. Next one. That one does roll a 20 to get a critical hit. My goodness gracious. On Mr. Bubbles. On Mr. Bubbles. Is he the one behind that pillar? He is the one behind that pillar. He deals you six fire damage. Do you have to make the save to prevent from catching on fire? That's probably effect. the critical effect is burn. Oh, I see. Burn D6. Critical burn. burn 1D4. Burn 1D4. Which means it's on him right now. I see it now even. Okay. Never mind. You are on fire. At the start of your turn each round, before you take any actions, you take the listed amount of damage. At the end of each round, you are burning. You can attempt a reflex saving throw to remove the condition. Does it use an action to do that? It is not. You, you can spend a full action to roll on the ground to get a plus four. All right, so the third one is going to take his shot at you with his unstable junk laser. Oh, yeah, that one's going to... Yeah, I'm going to say that one's going to miss. He's really got no good line of sight on you. So then we are simply to the top of the order, which is going to be the Space Goblin Zapparator. Uh... By the way, I want to describe this room. You step into a room with six tall glowing pillars that are clearly the source of all the power your sensors detected. The interior of the building is unremarkable. It appears to be some kind of technological workstation. But yes, those four pillars are big blue crackling cylinders of energy. Oh good, let's shoot at them. Goblin number three will fire his junk laser at Mr. Bubbles again. And he'll get a 19 to hit, which looks like it does. And he'll deal you three fire damage. It is then Vale's turn. I begin casting a spell. <laughs> and now it's uh, Space Goblin Zapparator's number two's turn. Okay. He will fire his unstable junk laser. Ugh. Oh, my God. Goodness, that's another 20 for another critical hit on Mr. Bubbles. Luckily... The burn does not multiply. You will take three fire damage. That was a weak-ass crit. 
Uh, no, no, you're, you're the critical effect updates to it's now 2d4 fire damage he's taking. Is it really? Yes. Oh, I guess I didn't read that correctly. Well, Space Goblin Zapparator number one, he also fires. He gets an 18, which also looks like it hits. Holy shit. They deal so low damage. He deals you one fire damage. These... And- these goblins are the luckiest goblins ever. They are mean. And now it's Megan's turn. Uh, thank God somebody other than the goblins get to go. <laughs> All right. Varrican is going to enter through the door and move to here to get a nice line of shot at one of the goblins. So I was just reading the sniper traits because I had honestly no idea how they worked until now, but I am going to take out my Sheeran eye rifle and take a shot at Space Goblin's Apparator number one. Number one, okay. Oh, no, it was on the 15. <laughs> it was on the 15. Yeah. And then it went right back to the seven. All right, but take a shot and miss. All so right. what, were you, what did you find out about the sniper? What's well, what, what allows you to do it from here? Well, I thought it was that the range is a minimum range. Mm-hmm. that they have to be at but it's just you can move or you can aim it as a move action and fire it at the same turn and you get a range increase up to 250 feet so yeah. you're saying you can just no scope it yeah basically like i can move and shoot with the sniper rifle and it only has a range up to 70 feet but if i stand still aim it as a move action i can hit up to 250 feet which is that's pretty cool. fucking cool that's really cool. yeah that's great so why use anything other than that fucking eye rifle right it's one shot per battery Ow. per bad oh you just yeah. dropped an entire battery on that shot yeah yeah so oh it's... wow uh, okay never mind gonna need <laughs> a lot of batteries you the eye rifle's not analog or it is analog Oh, is it? What does that mean? So, oh, that means analog means it uses, uh, uses bullets. So you, you just have one. So you have to. It's a bolt action, then it sounds. Yeah. Like. Okay. You get one shot, then you have to reload. Okay. Well, can I retcon that I bought a bunch of ammo for it because I bought yes. like ten batteries and stuff? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Is, um, how do these go in here? I yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just shoving batteries into a chamber. <laughs> Well, Mr. Bubbles, at the start of your turn, you take five fire damage from the critical, and now it is your turn. Unadvised not moving too far away from me. <laughs> don't you have a grenade launcher? Mm-hmm. I know you don't talk, Bubbles, but listen to me. Do not shoot a grenade launcher at the large crackly power sources. I mean, I'm definitely going to. <sighs> I'm just looking at what kind of grenade I want to shoot. <laughs> well, don't ask me for any, because I'm not giving you any. Wait, no, the only thing you have is frag grenades? What do I have in my in my pouches? I have something that's not going to blow up as big as fiery as you want you have, to. You have sticky bombs, incendiaries, and flash grenades. And my flash. heavy rounds. The flash, yeah. I'm spit up one of the flash grenades. No, I can't do that. Flash grenade. It's not my turn. I wouldn't use a flash grenade in this situation anyways. It's only a five-foot burst. Oh, that's it. Damn. Uh, I pull out my grenade launcher and fire yep. a shock grenade in between number four and number two. Oh, okay. So 
technically I would just have a load of grenades already, different types. So Tyler, you wouldn't have any of them then. I just have six of them already loaded into it. So basically I'm just gonna have like one of each and probably two frag and two shock. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna fire a shock round. Um, as far as hitting it though, I still haven't found that. It's AC five to hit a square. Just tell me which square you're uh, you're gonna throw it in or shoot it to. I want to shoot it like in between them, perfectly in between four and two. We'll have to pick one of the squares, either the one directly south of four or directly north of two. Do I have to? Yes. Can't pick an intersecting location. No. I picked the high one. Okay, because it won't make any difference. You're going to be hitting both of those goblins and both of those power towers with it. If I get a five. If you get a five. I got a 20. Which you do get a five. All right, so you hit that square. How much damage does your grenade deal to everything around it? So it doesn't look like they get a save. I still technically have to hit them. Like it still, it says it goes against their EAC still. So uh, 20 would hit them both, I'm assuming. And then it's just 1d8 of electricity damage. Six electricity. All right, so um, here's what happens. First of all, uh, both of those goblins take six electricity damage, which kills them. In addition, both of those power cores take the six damage and both of them explode in a 10-foot radius. Electricity damage? It is going to be electricity damage, which is going to hit Space Goblin Zapparator 1, who is hiding behind the stairs there, and it's going to deal him 1d6 electrical damage. Two. So, Space Goblin Zapparator 4 is dead. Space Goblin Zapparator 2 is dead. Space Goblin Zapparator 1 has taken two damage. And just like that, so there is a tremendous electrical explosion as Mr. Bubbles' grenade goes off, killing two goblins, and then two more explosions, like simultaneously into one explosion as two of the power cores go off, damaging another goblin. That was a highly effective turn. It is now Space Goblin Zapparator 4's turn, who is dead. I'm Tyler. Don't shoot at the electrical things. Yeah. Oh, just because it was a, just because it was effective doesn't mean it was smart. Thank you, That's Kirsch. <laughs> Thank you, Swanee. That is entirely true. That that could be said about my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Kirsch, you're up. I will move up next to Mr. Bubbles and cast a Mystic Cure on him. And what does that do? That will heal him for 10 damage. Nice. 10 hit points. Try, try not to blow up the whole ship. And that'll be my turn. I gave you a wink. <laughs> I feel like you're really going to utilize that wink. <laughs> Space Goblin 3 will go. He's going to lean out around that pillar and take a shot at Varrican. Uh, he's going to get an 8, so he's going to miss. Veil. The creature that I was summoning comes into his, into existence. Do you have a token for me? Oh, it's a, it's a shadow dog. A shadow dog. Shadow puppy. Shadow dog is going to run on down to Goblin Zapparator number three and is going to attack. And I'm going to get a 10 to hit. 10 against its KAC? 
EAC. We'll miss, I'm afraid. That's unfortunate. All right, well, that's its turn. Then I will step out next to Varrican. I'm going to cast Hazard at the Goblin number three, which is the one Space Dog is attacking. Needs needs to give me a reflex save. Uh, it gets a nine. This one's going to be to keep it the electricity theme. A little zap in his square for one point of electricity damage. And that's my turn. And now it is Goblin Zapperator number one. He's going to have to move. He moves up to that up front pillar, takes cover behind it, and takes a shot at Varrican. Uh, he gets an eight to hit your EAC. So that's it's funny, they've not done nothing but crit Mr. Bubbles, but they've both missed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Varrican. Hmm. I don't know if I want to use another long arm round just on a goblin. Ah, but fuck it, I do. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take another shot. I'm going to reload as a move action first and then take a shot with my sheer and eye rifle. Uh, hit with a 14. Absolutely. Perfect. There you go. Big kapow. Nine damage. It is extremely dead. Oh, yeah. All right. And then that is the end of my turn. And right between his very wide goblin eyeballs. Oh, by the way, Mr. Bubbles, you get an additional hero point for doing exactly what I wanted and blowing up all those power cores. <laughs> Damn it. Sweet. Uh, I move 25 feet, drop my grenade launcher, pull out my dash coke. Can I do all that in a move? And then dropping. Drop and then pull out my dash coke. Yeah, dropping is a free action. Correct. And take a swing. Drop so it you'd, you you'd have to drop your weapon before you moved. Yeah, so that's fine. He's dead. Uh, yeah, you hit with a 15. Yeah, he's dead. Extremely. <laughs> I want to be like, back. don't get all cocky, but I also know that he's got a plus four, so his minimum damage is like five. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back and pick my grenade launcher back up and attach everything back to wherever it was. I don't know where all my weapons are on me because I have a grenade launcher, a reaction cannon, and a dashko, all very large just, weapons. Just hanging off of your body somewhere. You have many like, on your armor. I, was just saying, I feel like they're all lined up on my back somehow. Like the dashko in the middle and then just the cannons on each side. I love it. All right, well done. You have defeated those goblins. And here is the room you, you see before you. Uh, two of the power cores are now shattered husks. Vale walks up to one of the shattered husk power cores. And while he's walking up there, he makes a very Hisaki. Who knows what these were worth? Chris is going to move up to one of the functioning power cores and attempt to figure out what the heck is going on with it. Engineering check, I guess. Uh, I was hoping for more like a physical science or something. Sure, engineering or physical science. Eleven. I should have started rolling with my own dice. That's right. I was going to do that. Damn. It's uh, it's a, it's a power core. It looks very sci-fi. I'll take a look. Well, at these. Like power well, core, like we could put it in our ship, kind of power core, or no, probably not compatible. It's powering this station, obviously, and you would think. I guess what I'd say is this looks like something... Oh, Varrican gets a 25. All right. <laughs> Varrican, these are power cores that are used in industrial manufacturing. Normally, they're not just sitting out in the open. Normally, they're in a, you know, a back room. But they do generate a lot of heat. And so it's kind of warm in this room. But, uh, yeah, they generally power industrial manufacturing equipment. 
So okay. losing two of them, the ship doesn't look like it's like going to shut down or anything like that. No, uh, and it, yeah, it's just a, it's just a building. But uh, no, it does not appear as though it's going to shut down. Maybe if it is running some heavy due to machinery, that machinery may now not work. Berkin, can you find some sort of computer access panel to find out if the loss of two of these six power cores is going to cause any major systems to shut down? Uh, I mean, would I know that with my engineering check at all? Yeah, I would say so. And, and certainly two power cores is not going to mean like the life support's going to go away. But yeah. it would definitely mean that you would assume if they needed six to run some big machinery, that machine is likely not going to work anymore. Yeah. The systems are fine. Whatever was running is not. But we're okay here. So we stopped whatever this thing, this building's proper intention is, perhaps? We could probably take out another one if you want, an Alcaca pistol. Interesting. So why don't we just... Wait here ten minutes. Let Mr. Bubbles heal up, freshen a bit, and see if anybody comes running down to find out what happened. And we knew how many life signs there were in this on this station, right? Wasn't it just was it just the four or was there five? Um or was it five total? No, there were more. There were more? Yeah, there was at least six. On the station and the one in the and then one in the ship. And then one in the ship, yep. Does anybody come during that ten minutes? No. You have destroyed these goblins. You are in the uh, kind of main power room here, and you can see several doors around you. Uh, mm. What doors do we want to check out? Is there any computer control panel nearby? The door? I go to these stairs and open this door. I guess, is there anything like, uh, I guess, that linked up the pillars to anything in this room? Not that you can see. The wires are probably either in the ceiling or the floor. Okay. Uh, in that room, you see an empty room. Just someone, in here. someone search it quick, and then we're gonna go open another door. What a silly room! Empty room. Is this a door up here? Yes, it is. Empty room. I'm sorry, this map had more rooms than I needed. <laughs> Where to find all the empty rooms? Door. Empty room. <laughs> huh. Door. Empty room. <laughs> Sweet door. I'm seeing, pa- I'm seeing a pattern. Okay, not empty room. Door. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll skip that one. We didn't op- pretend we didn't open that one. This one. Okay. <laughs> That's the most Medicaid bullshit. <laughs> not empty room. That one. Oh, that one too. One. This one. You okay? You open that door. This room holds all of the computer systems that run the factory. There also seems to be a small sleeping quarters in here. Did that let me? No creatures. Hmm. Uh, perception check? Yeah. And you guys do your thing. 21? Uh, you don't find anything of particular interest. <laughs> oh, was there anything on those goblins at all? Yes. I'll get a natural 20 with anything? 28 to find nothing also, probably. <laughs> anything worth value? Um, they have unstable junk lasers. Uh, I, I said value. <laughs> <laughs> Did you miss that? Does he need to say it again? <laughs> Hold on. I thought he's mute. <laughs> uh, Bubbles is mute. Ted, Ted is not, especially after a bottle of wine. <laughs> five. There you go. There's your five goblin zapparators and what they have on them. Batteries. 
dog slicers, unstable junk lasers, flight suits. The junk lasers literally have a price of zero. So do the dog slicers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that answers your question, doesn't Perfect. it? So I like how it's of value, and you went to junk laser. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, is a zero value. Literally, the only thing worth anything is the battery. <laughs> Do they have flight suits? Oh, on? yes, they do. They do have flight suits. Yeah. Yeah, Benzie, you need some more batteries or whoever uses batteries? Mm, I'll take some batteries. I got five. <laughs> I will take all five unless anyone else needs them. All right, what do you do from here? Well, I guess we only really have one choice now, don't we? Well, can I check no, the computer? No, there's a room up to all? the north, too. Oh, there is. Yeah, I, I'm looking to check a computer here. Okay. I want to know what this facility is before I go poke it around anymore, if I can help it. Sure. Dude, I'm on fire tonight. It's the worst Natural kind of ones fire. All day. I'm afraid you are not able to hack into the computer system. Jesus. Right. I unload a shot from my tactical share and I rifle into it. Bacon, <laughs> <laughs> you just having a little trouble there? Yeah. Take a look at this. I'm done. And I'll just leave. I'll cock an eyebrow at the smoking computer system <laughs> i am gonna mark that off my sheet though because <laughs> the round <laughs> yeah uh there were redundancies Bam! you plug in another monitor you can in a couple minutes you can have it up and running oh boy uh kush can you look at this or do you do not do computers you don't um it's just farrakhan isn't it yeah i do not do computers well then i mean if it's something i can do untrained i can at least roll I suppose. I, I do have a plus three to it. That's because I'm super smart. Super I mean, smart. It, it's worth a try if you ask me. Uh, you are also not able to hack into the computer system. One and a two to get into the computers. Well, I guess we're going <laughs> blind then, boys. So we go to the room to the west. The final doors. <laughs> Buffalo's going to just go up and punch it or something? Set of doors to the north still. <laughs> There is. Yeah. Oh, oh. One, a two, and a one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Not supposed to happen. But you open we, one to the west? We are not tech savvy in this group. Yeah. <laughs> I open west. the door and step to the side. All right. Very smart. Oh, this wow. room seems to contain a large machine of some sort. It seems clear that this is what the power pillars are here to drive. And there is a monster. Raw, coming out of the machine initiatives. Out of the machine. Fuck. This this is why you wanted it, us to destroy the pillars, so it opened up the door that the monster is hiding in. <laughs> that wasn't a yes or a no, David. Yeah, that was just a DM laugh, right there. O ominous laugh. Yeah. Ominous laugh. Yeah, I'm good at those. Mr. Bubbles, you do go first. Emerging from the machine is a black, roiling, massive cloud. And if you look closely, holy shit, it looks like tens of thousands of leeches. God damn but it. They're flying. Flying? Come toward you in a floating cloud. The fuck is this shit? Exactly. David, you got me concerned. Exactly. Did you look? 
Did you look? Hold on, wait, wait. Is there, is there a the picture? I no, hover, the hover, oh, over, hover it. over it. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this shit? Also in this combat tracker. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this is, but here we are. Mr. Bubbles uh, kind of steps back a ways, so that's thirty feet away. I walk away, and it's within 60 feet of me, so it's still within the range of my grenade launcher that I pulled out as I was nice. running away. Very good. <laughs> and I fire... This is where you use the explosive rounds. <laughs> yeah, kill it, kill it with fire, Bubbles! Kill it with fire! <laughs> I'm looking to see what does dam- like most damage and what stuff does. Hold on. We got frag grenade, incendiary grenade, or shock grenade. Shock does a D8 of electric... Frag does a D6 of piercing, incendiary does a D6 of fire, and a D4 of burn. D6 of fire, D4 of burn? I feel like that's probably our best bet. For, it's one of the ones I only have two of. It's Well, it's a good it's a good opening volley for a long fight. Valid. So yeah, I step back, fire off an incendiary grenade at it. Oh my god. No. <laughs> you gave me a hero point, didn't you? I gave you an extra hero point. Dead. Burn of that. No! <laughs> I have never seen so many natural ones. I mean, I rolled one that's, natural one on my... That's uh, three. That's four for me. Can I give him one of mine? Have we dictated that yeah, you can do that? that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm giving I, him I'm one of mine. For that. You get an 11 to hit its what? E-A-C-K-A-C? E-A-C. He still hits the square. K-A-C. He still hit the square. So it's, I only, think it's, it's only a five-foot burst, though. But it's only a five AC to hit that square, and it's four squares. So you're gonna, it's gonna burst and hit it. I, I'm confused. What's the point of rolling to hit then? If you roll a natural one, to make sure you don't like roll a natural did. one. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. Aim at a grid intersection. Each creature within the blast radius takes the listed damage, but can attempt a reflex saving throw for half damage. Okay. If Give me explode, all my hero points back. If the explode special property has any special effects other than damage, they are negated with successful saving throw. Uh, I get a 10. What What the fuck's the save on this? DC 12. I fail. So you take 1d6 1D, and 1d4. Okay, and that's area damage, I assume, right? Yes. So it takes half again as much. So instead of 7... Well, the burn probably is like what was on you so it ticks on its turn not on not right now oh i see okay what's the save for him to beat it then it's 12 again uh no the save to beat burning is 10 plus the amount of damage that it takes on when it takes the damage on that turn oh guys i regret using an incendiary grenade why <laughs> i should have just used like a frag or something i have more of marty running low on grenades used to <laughs> barrican you're up Alright, I am going to move 30 feet over to here. I like how everybody's running away. Oh yeah, I am not getting up close to this thing at all. And then I'm going to take a shot with my arc pistol. And I just barely am in range at 50 feet with it, so. Okay. Jesus Christ, I rolled a two. <laughs> I miss. I miss. Guys, this is going to go really badly. Yeah, we're all going to die! <laughs> it's its turn. It's going to move there, which is going to encompass Veil and that power core. Cool. And wait. It just does damage as a swarm? Of course it does. I am paper thin. Watch me die. 
You have less Sorry. stamina and HP put together than I do have HP. I know. You should work on that. Um, I'm very small and frail. Thank veil. you very much. You take two piercing damage. That seems the pillar your next two takes one piercing damage. Oh, of course. And I need you to give me a fortitude save. I got a four. Okay. You take an additional one negative energy damage. So I took three damage total. And can I have you... No, I'll take care of it. I'll mark it. I need to make a notation of how many times you've taken... of how Basically, of how many times you fail that. I mean, you can go into my log and just... Or, sorry, not my log. My, uh... Yeah. yeah my notes. notes. Notes on your character. Yes. Sure. Notes. Counter. One. Oh, great. I'll go ahead and I'll keep that up to date for you. All right. We'll take your four burn. And then it needs to make a reflex save of then 14 to no longer be on fire. It makes it, though. So it is no longer on fire and burning. Vale, now it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, sorry. I want to really describe this. When you took Great. that one negative energy damage, uh -huh. it was from the leeches hooking onto you, and it felt like they were sucking your life away. Okay, well, I'm, I'm pulling leeches off of my body as I run in the opposite direction. Right, let's see. It no, does not gonna... get an attack of opportunity on you. It is a dozen. So I'm going to make this tactical. Vale will run around the damaged power core, pulling leeches off of his body and throwing them on the ground, and will get over to uh, Varrican and very specifically not bunch up three in a space, you know? I want to give him an yeah, yeah. obvious target, right? Um, and I'm going to cast Shifting Surge, and I'm going to say to Varrican, we need to do as much damage to this thing as we possibly can as fast as we can take this and the battery in your arc is it an arc pistol yeah yeah it starts glowing a uh, bright glowing radiant brew oh, <laughs> <laughs> damn it <laughs> all right no i'm Feel. just kidding i'll hold on to it <laughs> It only works for one round. Shoot it. <laughs> okay, that's my turn. Oh, first. You. <laughs> um, okay, first, what kind of check would I make to figure out what this thing is? And Yes, life science. Life science. I have a plus seven to life science. I finally remembered I'm rolling my own fucking die. Is it a one? It's a one, isn't it? You rolled a one, didn't you? That's what that reaction is. The fucking one. <laughs> the fuck is this shit? I don't. Seriously. That's a big hefty die I heard land oh, and hit that table, too. There it is. It's a nice metal die. Oh. Um, I, I feel like we need to know what the hell this thing is, so I'm going to hero point this. Hey. Yeah. Well, similar shape. It's at least a seven. That gets me a 14. So it's a swarm. It's a swarm. It's full of leeches. You know enough to know that you've never heard of anything like this ever. It would appear to be ghost leeches, essentially. So as a swarm, knowing that it's a swarm, can you tell me what some swarm traits are? Sure. 
they are immune to a lot of things. Bleeding, critical hits, flat-footed, pinned, prone, staggered, stunned. They're immune to like combat maneuvers. They're immune to flanking. They do take extra damage from area effect. Can they be targeted by single target type stuff or no? A swarm is immune to attacks and effects that target a single creature. Guys, we are fucked. Because I do not have any AoE type things. I'm uh, my can't trip. My damage cantrip is AoE. I have a grenade uh, launcher. <laughs> so literally the grenade launcher is the also only that. thing and your cantrip because his rifle or the pistol not gonna do any damage, it's that single target. Yeah. Pistol won't do anything. Damn it. Or we can lead it to the power things and blow shit well, up on it. I mean, it's on a power core, so blowing it up might be the best option at this point. I think that's what David intended. If we didn't have AOE, he gave us an out to blow shit up on it. And here Cause, we are. Because he's a kind GM. Kind, benevolent GM. Was that a, was that a, was that a stab at me? <laughs> Tyler, if this was you, there would be no exploding things nearby. You, you'd just be like, well... You guys are dead. <laughs> Figure it out, or you're fucked. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's your fault. You didn't take any AOE. Uh, and then I, the channel's called Min Max. You're supposed to take these things into consideration. <laughs> I will then move southeast, and that'll be my turn. Alrighty, after Kirsch, back to the top of the order with Mister Bubbles. I fire a shock grenade after I. No, I'll fire the shock grenade and then I'll run away. Nice. Ooh, Ooh, that's immune crit. to criticals, but, but it's immune oh, to criticals. Yeah, of course it is. But it's a guaranteed hit. You hit it. Guaranteed hit on both it and I assume the pillar. Yes. For whatever square you're aiming for. Oh. Ooh. That's how I roll. So it's going to take 1.5 times 8, so that's 12, 12. damage. And then boom. And that also deals enough damage to destroy the pillar, which deals an additional 1d6 damage nice. in a 10-foot radius. Uh, that would be 3 damage, but it does get a save against that. Reflex save. Oh, it technically it's a save against the 12 damage, too. It critically succeeds at save against the power core, though. So what kind of save do I need to Critical make? save doesn't mean shit in Starfinder, That's though. That's true, it doesn't. So it's I think it's the same, damage. just a reflex save. Yeah, because the specials explode. Yeah, it's that same 10 plus half the item level. 12 or something, All right. which it's probably going to be. Bubbles, are your grenades, like, on your person? Yeah. Eight like on easily accessible. Save. Like if someone was right next to you, would they be able to just take them? I mean, that I'm sure they're like. I imagine like somewhere in my armor, there's like. Can you not move so far away from me? No, I'm running the fuck away. <laughs> so I can take. Have a you grenade. seen? What the fuck is that, man? Yeah, I know, but I'd like to take a grenade off you so I could do something. Otherwise, I'm. I just. Be worthless. It's yeah. fine. I, I got this. Bubbles has got this. He doesn't say that. He gives you that look like. Yeah, he knows. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're an otter. Hey, I'm a space otter. <laughs> so uh, your grenade deals significant damage. Uh, also blows up the power core that it's next to. That does very little damage because he made his save on that. Uh, but failed his save on your. Big damage. So, he took big damage on that. 
It is then Varric's turn. I'm going to move over. So essentially what Vale did to my weapon is entirely useless. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I love that he used it and he was it's able so to use useless. it and it still doesn't work. <laughs> so useless. <laughs> Making the worst first level characters you can... T- you Tyler, can the, the channel's called Min Max. Oh, fuck you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, I'll take that. Good. Uh, I'm yeah. putting an X on the ones that have been exploded. Oh, Maybe I call. should just take out my cable line and tie a veil at this point. <laughs> oh, and just like to- toss me in their bait? Yeah, sleepy as bait. It's really unfortunate because I would not last very long, so that's probably not going to really do you any good. <laughs> Lead him to another boom boom box. Well, I'm maybe now watch. that he's got now, maybe now that it's got my blood, it will follow me. And you guys all abandoned me anyway, so obviously that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I can't really do anything. I'm gonna walk over to oh Bubbles, God. and will you let me take a grenade off you? Or should I don't I know. What, what kind of grenade are you gonna grab? I don't know. I'm just grabbing the first one that I see in the most accessible position. Let's see what I got left. You should randomly roll it. So basically, you grab the flash, it's fucking worthless. You grab the sticky, it's fucking worthless. So you, four shock or four frag. I mean, I would probably. You have, know you the have an eighty. You have an 80% chance of grabbing the right one. Okay. So we'll just do a D hundred. D hundred eighty and below, you're good. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, hold on. Low or high? No, no. Go one one to twenty. You're fucked. All right. One to twenty. There you go. Sixty two. You're 62. good. Right. Given, given our roles tonight, I would have probably gone. I'm, I'm gonna, I know. I thought it was going to be say for sure. Grab, I'm going to say you grabbed a frag grenade. Okay. So I have a frag grenade in my inventory. Good. It's got a 20-foot range. Yeah, that's fine. I'm assuming that's my turn to walk over there and yeah, grab it sure, from him. For sure. It's going to be its turn. It is no longer on fire. So, yeah, on its turn, it is going to move up to Vale. Uh, and Vale, you are simply going to take 1d4 piercing damage. That is four, I'm afraid. Ouch. And then I need a fortitude save. Uh, 13. You have no plus to your fortitude, huh? No. <laughs> I told you, I'm paper thin. Varrican, you take two negative energy damage. Uh-huh. Not Varrican, Vale. Excuse me, Vale. And that the fuck is this shit count goes up to two. Oh my god. David, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it on night three. And it's not because it's your fault. It's because I'm an idiot player. <laughs> it's okay. I've been no no, I've been GMing for so long. I'm just nat I'm did I naturally put my characters in disadvantageous situations on purpose. It seems like a cop out. I'm not buying that. <laughs> oh I see. <laughs> It is your turn, Vale. Time to make an advantageous decision. Oh, God, don't say that, because now I'm going to fuck it up. And double move down to Kirsch is what I'm going to do. You should move back behind us. Why would I do that? Because we're the you only can't ones... heal me. Oh, that's true. Never you mind. keep doing damage to it, so it goes towards you, and I'll go towards the thing that can heal me. Sorry, Kirsch. <laughs> Sorry, I'll go towards the thing. E- <laughs> That can the heal me. Things. I don't. I, I'm not sure. Oh, I can heal you too. I have serums. Oh, I don't know that. I'm not going to tell you either. Fine. 
I'm ca- just, now I'm trying to tell if Varrican's an asshole or if Benzie's just being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, I'm more focused on trying to grab a grenade from Mr. Bubbles right now because he refuses to share. Uh, later, I'm going to text you a message that says you owe me 35 credits. That's fine. <laughs> are, are you doing anything else with your turn, Vale, or is that it? No, that was a double move. I had to double move to get over there. All right. Fuck, uh, man, that incendiary grenade was 375 credits. Ooh, ooh. Jesus. That was worthless. It saved out of it really I mean, fast. Get you an extra four damage. Whatever this is. Um, which at this point will take any damage because holy shit, you hit it pretty hard that one round and it's still going. So I suppose, given Vale's low hit point threshold. Oh my god, I have three hit points left. I'd better oh heal him. <laughs> And this is this is the problem that I have with the hit point stamina point thing is it makes it so like my healing I'm gonna o- probably overheal him probably a ton, but it doesn't mean anything. Be- but I can- still can't affect his stamina points. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I will use another Mystic Cure. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have four overheal, <laughs> and then I am going to continue to retreat. <laughs> Very good, Mr. Bubbles. I fire a frag grenade, which I guess I'm down to four of them since Benzie took one. Okay. Make, make sure you hit the pillar, too. Yes. Okay. You do. How much damage do you deal? Uh, reflex save first. It gets a 12. What did it need to be? Was that 12? It, 12. it has a 12. Okay, so it did save four. So the pillar can't save. The pillar takes four damage. That is not quite enough to make it explode. So it saves and takes half damage, but then takes double or 1.5 times that. So I think it's going to take three damage. Is that right? Yep. All right. Benzie, go chuck your grenade and blow it up. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. Varrican, you're up. All right. I am going to move to here. Uh, I just add my dex to this then, right? Yeah. yeah, and, and base attack. I don't have a base attack, so just dex. Bitch. All right, guys. If I roll a one on this roll, I'm leaving. Flip the table. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this game. Oh, my God. That's so dumb. I roll a 19. <laughs> that's somehow uh, worse. How is that? <laughs> it will attempt a reflex save. And get a 16, which I guess will succeed. So it takes half damage then. Yep. And it's 1d6, right? Yeah, it's a d6. It is going to take four points of damage. So three. Another three. But that is enough to blow up the pillar. Boom, boom, pillar. And the pillar deals 1d6 damage to it. It does get a reflex save again. It will fail that reflex save and take this full 1d6 I rolled a 6 and that is area damage so it multiplies so that means he takes 9 damage and he's dead with my grenades yeah (laughs) and it's dead whoo boy I'll kind of turn back and look at Bubbles. You you mean dead by the pillar. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he goes to his, like, pad that's on his arm and sends you a text message that says you owe me 35 credits. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send him 35 credits. 
Oh, wow. By well the skin it. of your teeth, boys. By the skin of your teeth on that one. Because next round, or next turn. Yeah. Wouldn't have gone for Vale again and just killed him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You want to know what would have happened? No, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what would have happened, Vale. That's but a would, major plot point. It wouldn't even be just death. It'd be even crazier. Oh, of course Great. it would. Yeah. I immediately reload my grenade launcher. Uh, I approve of and say that he should come back to life just to hit me one more time so we can have Zombie <laughs> Captain <laughs> and cruise through the drift. Sounds pretty intense, actually. How about he just kills us all, we're all zombies, and then we'll move on with this. Zombie we're pirate the bad crew. guys? Yeah. <laughs> are, are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Oh, shit. Uh, do you need... Let's take a rest. Let's take a quick 10 minutes for Veil. I uh, it's fine. Don't reload worry about and polish it. my grenade launcher. We need, we need to we need to find out what's in this room. Don't don't stop for me. We need to go into this room. Okay. Um, perception check in this room. While everybody's searching in the room, Bale's gonna kind of like put a hand to his chest and just. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> Yes. I get a two on the die for a ten. This die's not doing me very much good. Uh, I will walk over to the captain as he's doing his breathing exercises and be like, Captain, <laughs> I think you need one of these. And I'll hand him one of my uh, Serum of Healing Mark 1s. You don't see anything other than just this machine that that does something in this room, but I'd take an engineering check to or a life science check to try and understand what this machine is doing. Life science or physical science? Life science. That kind of scares me. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Um, get a 26 on my life science check. Okay, and uh, and Varrican gets a 22 on his engineering. The two of you again can put your heads together and be like, holy shit, this machine is making these swarms. Destroy all the power cores. Somehow this machine is creating these undead leech swarms. Ah. Yeah, let's uh, blow this whole place up. Yeah, fuck it, what? And Bubbles, is your computer check for that computer down in the south room? I don't know. Because that one was a computer's check. If that's what what you do, Bubbles, I'm going to throw you down there in that room. So you're fucking around that computer while both Varrican and Kirsch are, because it's important where you are right now, uh, are in the room to the west. As you delve into the systems, you see the acronym FEO heading every page and system. If somebody would like, you could either give me a culture check or a computer's check regarding this computer system. And I mean, I don't know if I would tell anybody. Yeah, you don't have to. I would text it to them. Okay. Kirsch gets a 25 culture check on that uh, acronym. You can recognize with a culture check that these are definitely Eoxian systems uh, and, and an Eoxian computer. Knowing that, you don't know what FEO stands for. However, Mr. Bubbles, within these computer systems, you see references to drift dead, ghost leeches, and the term drift leech swarm. Message it all to the smarter people. As you do that, an alarm goes off. Biologically living user interface detected. Self-destruct initiated. 
And what I need now from everybody... Oh, fuck. ...is initiatives. Mr. Bubbles, you are first to act. On the screen, it shows a countdown timer of one minute. What do you do? I run the fuck away up here. That's okay. 60 feet. That's as All far right. as I can move. All right. Oh, my God. Kirsch, your turn. Do we open this other door and look in there at all or do we just get the fuck out <laughs> of here? That's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I can't we're going to see what's much. in there quick. You got ten rounds. You know, I make it less than that. There. Yeah, so that's a double move for me. That's my turn. The door opens and running out comes this guy. He is a space goblin, but he looks different than the other space goblins. Space hobgoblin? Distract self! Distract self! Yeah! He runs to there. He's gonna be surprised when he tries to open that door. Veil. Uh, run. Double checking my speed. No one's gonna try to disarm it. Based on our computer, computer skills. Um, no. I'll, I'll try amount. it. I'll try it. The number of nat ones that ben, Benzie's rolling. <laughs> we got ten rounds. Come on, guys, have a little face. All right, all right. How many rounds does it take to get into the ship and start it up and make it go? I imagine that's three or four rounds. We won't talk about the fact that um, thrusters are supposed to take a minute to warm up also. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, we won't talk about that. (laughs) You kept them warm. Uh, I double move all the way to this door. I am going to go prep the ship. Running out of the room comes another goblin. This one looks like the other goblins. Also, I really love how the the bigger goblin is named a honcho head rather than a head honcho. It's a honcho head. That's why you said destruct self. Yes. And that one runs right up next to you, Vale, and isn't even bothered with trying to attack you. He just wants out that door. I'm sure he does. The other one does the same. And now it is Varrican's turn. I'm going to double move to there and try to disable the self-destruct sequence. Next turn. All right. Mr. Bubbles. I fire a frag grenade (laughs) in a spot that's going to hit both the electric thing and all three of them. Oh, my. But what about Veil? Yeah, I'm trying to find a spot that would not hit Veil. 15 feet. 15 foot burst? I think if you put it right on Honcho Head. But the pillar is literally in my way to hit that. So I guess I'll move first and then fire it. Go right there, I guess. All right. Works for me. Yeah, you hit. Uh, Reflex saves. Honcho Head makes it. And the Zapparators, they both fail. So what was your damage? Four? Four. All right. So both of the Zapparators take four damage. The Honcho Head takes two. And the Pillar takes four, which isn't quite enough to destroy it. Kirsch. Uh, what to do here? Um, Search the room. <laughs> yeah, forget that. I'm not going up there. I will use Teleconnect Projectile to throw something at Zapparator number one. What a nine. That will not hit, I'm afraid. Great. Honcho Head, um, since he just got blown up with a frag grenade, fumbles for his gun and will try and take a shot at uh, Mr. Bubbles. 
Does a a crit miss hit you? No, it doesn't. Actually, I'm going to say because he got a crit miss with that pillar right in between you and him, he's going to hit that pillar. Doesn't unstable junk laser actually blow up if you crit miss? It, that's true. It does. That's good call. Sorry, Tyler. He must immediately attempt a DC 18 engineering check. Success means that the junk laser gains the broken condition. Failure means that gun explodes in 1d3 minus one rounds. Okay, he gets a. <laughs> does it blow up faster? Did I roll one again. Does yeah, it he blow did. up faster if he crit fails? I'm saying it's blown up immediately. 20 foot radius, 1d8 bludgeoning damage, a DC 10 reflex save. Oh my god, this could kill me outright. So <laughs> you and the two goblins need to do a reflex save. Oh, thank goodness. I got a 20. You make it. They also succeed. 1d8 damage. What about the head honcho, dude? So, oh yeah, he needs to make one too. His reflex save. Uh, he makes it too. So everybody saves. Five damage, though. So that is going to be enough to destroy that pillar as well. But it only has a blast radius of 10 feet, so it's only going to hit the honcho head. Five, half, rounded up is going to be three damage. So that exploding junk laser is going to kill the two goblin zapparators even before the chain reaction blows up the uh, pillar. The pillar is going to blow up and deal five damage, but only to the honcho head, but he does get a reflex save. So, and he succeeds it. So he takes another three. And Tyler, you also are going to take three damage from the exploding junk laser. Where are you at for HP, Vale? I'm looking at four. All right. Fantastic. Oh, you're that, fine. That was a tremendously effective round uh, of the goblin honcho head making his own weapon blow up. We are finally down to Vale's turn after all of that. He really Fun. did destruct self. <laughs> he really did destruct self. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cast my hazard spell on the honcho head. He gets a save. What is it? A reflex save? It's a reflex save, yes. He gets a reflex save of nine. Okay, that's going to fail. So he's going to take 1d3 points of acid damage. Two points of acid damage. All right. Uh, with my movement action... Now, I'm not going to open this door yet. I'm going to prepare to open the door to our to our ship until we have Honcho Head taken care of. There's only round two, right? It, we are in round two, correct. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Varrican. All right, I am going to move up to the computer, okay. which I'm just going to assume is right here. Yep. And make a computer's check. Fuck. I don't think I got it. Not with an 11, I'm afraid. <laughs> All right, time to run. Any, I don't think we have any hero points left in the entire group either. Mr. Bubbles, your turn. Top of round three. I'm trying to remember, does charge do anything good? I don't think it did. Was uh, it like minus it lets, two to attack? It lets you make two movements and attack. But yes, it is negative two to attack and negative two to your AC on the next round. I'll just so, do my standard move or regular move then and not charge and then take a swing at him. With your grenade launcher? Ooh. Oh, as I move, I, I drop the grenade launcher, pull up my dash as I move. You get a natural point, so that's a crit. 
Uh, you kill him. He is dead. Unconscious and stable. 20 damage. So, but no, he is dead. He is dead, dead. <laughs> oh, that Dashko. Good job. You have killed him. Then after Mr. Bubbles, it is Kirsch. Is this how Spencer feels when, with all the characters he plays? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Super I powerful. know why. Okay. Like, don't pay attention at all, then just kill shit. It's pretty satisfying. Gonna do a quick look around this room and see if the goblins had, like, actually picked up anything and brought it into this room at all, or what the hell they were doing in this room. <laughs> nope. Nope, nothing in here. Natural one. All right. Very good. Very good. Um... How this night has gone is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's not really good, really shitty, really good, really shitty. I think Bail. the really shitty has outweighed the really good. Yeah, <laughs> it has. The ones tonight have been on point. You're up, Vale. Oh, boy. All right, so I am going to open up the doors and come on, get through, get through, and then pass my turn. All right. Varigan. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm assuming I cannot take another computer's check at this point, right? Well, it's countermeasures have already been triggered. It's about to blow up. So if you wanted to continue to take attempts to stop that uh, self-destruct over the next seven rounds, you sure can. Okay. Because I feel like I only need maybe five to get in and get to the pilot's chair and take off. So I could probably try one more round. It's up to you. What do you guys think? Keep going for it. I mean, you're off. You're off by yourself, dude. It's up to you. Yeah, this is really totally up to you. All right. <laughs> damn it, dude. All right. It's a time to run. <laughs> time to run. End of round two. Top of round three. And Mr. Bubbles. Honestly, this uh, place blowing up might not be the worst thing. I five foot over, so I can search all three bodies in one turn. Yeah, absolutely. You literally, I'm just grabbing battery packs, and, like any ammunition, grenades if they have them. Sure, absolutely. or anything that looks valuable. Quick, absolutely, you're able to do that. Touch go throwing junk lasers at that, us again. That, that take my full round, or do I still? Yeah, have... we're gonna say that'd be your full round, though. Okay. What I find? Let's see. The space goblin honcho head had two batteries, a dog slicer, an S Tex suit one, and an unstable Ooh. junk laser. Oh, I had an unstable junk laser. Oh, yeah, that one's gone. Let's take one of those away. Not that you want them anyway, but there's only seven, not eight. Yeah, we didn't pick up any of those. Uh, but you find a couple more batteries, so there's four batteries total in there. And the Aztec suit one. First, double moves. All right. Veil. I hold until the crew's in. Varican. So what are we at right now? Uh, we're at the bottom of round three. We're about to move into round four. Okay. Going for it again. I thought this was the bottom of round four. 18? Oh, yeah, no, you're right. This is the bottom of round four. I'm sorry, yes, this is the bottom of round four. Okay. Um, 18 is not enough to disable this self destruction. All right, now I gotta get out of here. Now we're at the top of round five. Is that just standard action? Can you still move and run away? I would say so. Yeah, it should just be a standard action to do the computer's check. All right, then I start to run. Um,. I run over and grab my grenade launcher. Is picking up my grenade launcher a standard action? It's a move equivalent action. Yeah. Okay, that's all I do then. Not leaving that behind. No. Kirsch. Kirsch is through the door. Veil. 
Still wait? Yeah, Vale, vale stands by. Um, uh, still waiting for the whole crew. Varrican. Alright, I am going to run 60. Top of round six, Mr. Bubbles. Getting the fuck out of there. Now that everybody's through the door, I'm going to get in, we're going to close the door, and then we're going to start running to the cockpit. Alright. Varrican. I mean, he needs to run to the cockpit. We'll seal the hatch and GTFO. So it's at least 70 feet to get into the cockpit. So like one more, one more round and I'd be able to make it there. Okay. We're going to go to the top of round seven. And Mr. Bubbles, you'd be in the cockpit, but Varrican would... I'd be starting her up, getting her ready to go for Varrican. All right. Anybody else? Pilot. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, Bubbles has... stopping you from doing it. Bubbles has piloting. He can just fly us out of here. All right. That piloting's not that great. I guess we're in the middle of space. Also in the middle of a crisis, Mr. Bubbles, take us away. So at the bottom, Mr. Bubbles is casual about everything Everything. he does. At no point is he panicking at this. Fuck, he went back for his grenade launcher and wasn't even running. He just walked back, picked it up. (laughs) At the bottom of round seven, Varrican, you get to the uh, cockpit, and I would allow you to make a piloting check to start flying away. All right, boys. One more natural one to finish off the evening, huh? Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> Just do it. one more. 22. Kind of upset that it's... No. So we go to the top <laughs> of round eight, and you begin pulling your ship away. Your thrusters are more than sufficient to move away. There was literally 12 seconds remaining after that time. That entire station explodes and is completely destroyed. I feel like we need to write FEO down. Yep, I wrote it down. Well, guys, everything everything we touch either explodes, gets enveloped by black leeches, or I guess we take an own, so... I need to buy more grenades. So you can salvage the fly bucket, if you'd like. Well, you moved that away, so yep. that's still good, right? That's why. Okay. I, it, that's why I was really specific to try and figure out what you guys are doing with it, because if you left okay. it like parked up against the station, it's going to get destroyed. Okay. I'm guessing we go back to um, Rosewood, Roselight, Rose, Roselight, Roselight, Roselight. We go back also, to Roselight. I know it was a risky move, Ted, doing the the grenade launchers with the the space goblins right next to me and the door, but it was the right call. It was definitely the right call. I know you weren't questioning that. I'm just letting you know. I, I was going to say, I didn't second-guess myself at all. I just apologized to you. Right no, I know. <laughs> right, right. I just, I agree with that call. It was a good call. Don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bubbles gives you a pat in the back once we're good and far away. He's glad he didn't kill you. <laughs> I want to award XP. So there is... Level two. Level two, level two, and level there's two. the rest of the XP. There you go. Fair enough. Holy shit, that was a lot of XP. Yeah, that does it. We needed 1300, right? Yep, we're at 1864. Fuck yeah. We went flying by. What's third level? And I need to buy grenades once we're back. Uh, level three requires 3300. As you are flying away from this exploding building, no time afterward, maybe 10 seconds later, you receive a hailing message identified as Commander Kuthari. We're in the drift still, right? You are. Like this thing, this building was in the drift? It was, yes. Go ahead and put the commander on the screen. 
Who's communications? I don't know that we have one. <laughs> Who's the captain talking to right now? Kursk. 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 Put the commander on the screen. <laughs> captain. Captain says put the commander on the screen. And everybody's just sitting around. What? Who does communications? Fuck. <laughs> Am I the communications guy? I feel like that's just irony. That would be... A, that, that, would be that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need to do communications? Anything? Any skill checks? No. Anything? Fuck it. I'm the communications guy. <laughs> All right. I just um, put him up. Put, give him a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Three... One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Commander's man. hologram speaks to you. Our reports from your scanners picked up some strange activity. What's happened? Have you a report? Uh, Zuriel reporting in. We have discovered some sort of factory of sorts. And while we were investigating it, it triggered its own self-destruct sequence. A factory? For what? I'll let our life officer explain as much as he is possibly able to. I'm gonna pass the role-playing buck down the line. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what the captain does? That's my job. Uh, our, our best guess is it was some sort of ghost leech factory. Ghost leech? Well, that fits with what we had discovered regarding the Endeavor. It is destroyed, true. though. The factory, as much as it can be destroyed with the self-destruct sequence, yes. Are you able to send us the scans that you took with your ship? Of course. Our systems will analyze the data of that station. When we have something, we'll be in touch. I request that you stay in system and ready to receive my call when our next course of action has been determined. Commander Kutari, out. Well, isn't she just a pleasure to communicate with? I feel this is the point where we all look at each other and go, now what? Well, do we have our Tell own it. copy of, of the data? Even faxes allow you to keep your own copy. <laughs> yes. It's not like we sent our only copy. <laughs> it was all on a jump drive and you beamed the whole thing over. <laughs> yeah, did anybody make a copy of that? No one. No one. Um, we are the worst space crew I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're still getting the hang of this. Well, I suppose we could. In system. I wonder if she means within the drift. You would think she means within the pack world system. Well, that's simple. I imagine it's easy to get to Absalom Station. Boys, what do you say we go and junk this junker and upgrade the ship a bit? Getting to Absalom Station is always 1d6 days, no matter where you're at. Are you going to be heading to Absalom Station? Sounds like it. I sure. plan on I, I plan on buying two hover trikes. All right. Then what um, I need is from the pilot. Three days. Let's say, roll that D six. You got three three days. It is going to take you three days to get to Absalom Station. It's not bad. Do you do anything specific during those three days? Any of you? I'd say get to know each other a little more. Yeah. As much as we can. I think I'd probably go up to fail at one point and just be like have you ever seen anything like this like what, what we're facing right now the undead coming claiming an entire ship like this uh, well, I mean depending on the reality it can be common or extremely uncommon in this particular reality it's extremely uncommon you said you can 
look at the different realities, right? Yeah, that's something I've been able to do since I was a child. How did you manage to accomplish that? What? How do you stay sane looking into all these different realities all the time? Oh, I'm absolutely not sane. Good to have you as captain, then, huh? Isn't it? I think we're expendable, though. What? Commander Kuthari is not letting us know that. Oh, well, <laughs> with a bunch of misfits like us, they didn't even have to spend money on the ship that we're in. Of course we're expendable. But your lives mean more to me than the Sentinels do. That's for certain. There's one thing I've learned, being able to glimpse into other realities, is that I have to remember that it's important to physically entrench myself in this reality. And putting a person in relationships are a good way to do that. I think you have to find yourself with something that holds you to the realm, and it'll kind of take out... Like, he has a necklace on that has one of his magazines. He's like, this is what keeps me sane. This is what always holds me to the realm. Ah, good. I tap my walking cane on the deck of the ship. Clang. It's well done. I would say we should see if we can get Bubbles to drink some of this space whiskey that we have here. What do you say? Yeah, we'll play a game of uh, Ferritin Poker. Yeah. All right. Sweet. What is Ferritin Poker? It's the Bernari homeworld version of poker. Perfect. Yeah, instead of, like, the people on the cards, it'll just be otters. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still, it's still hold them. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ferritin hold them. Yeah. <laughs> otters on the cards. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Every time well, you pull over a card, it's called the river. <laughs> river one, river two. <laughs> turn the river. Now turn the second the river. Next, second river. Third river. Turn the third river. <laughs> so, three days to get to Absalom Station. Those three days pass uneventfully unless there's anything else you would like to do on your way there. Seems like, no, you arrive at Absalom Station. Ah, the bustling city. Absalom Station is a huge spaceport that is covered in biodomes. It uh, is the only remnant of Galarian, the world of Pathfinder that you may know if you haven't played Starfinder and have played Pathfinder. Uh, the only thing left that anybody knows anything about. It is a huge hub, and at the center of Absalom Station is the Starstone. You may recall Starstone Isle. It is where Aridin hold the Starstone up from the core of Galarian, and it acts as the strongest known drift beacon. And so Absalom Station counts as near space for anybody who wishes to go there. There are many districts in Absalom Station. It is a huge hive of bustling multiculturalism. It is so full of people, there is no room for real spaceports on Absalom Station. So constantly encircling all of Absalom Station is just thousands upon thousands of spaceships, all ringing Absalom Station. And to get to Absalom Station, you essentially have to park your spaceship in the fleet and then have a shuttle bring you into one of the small docking bays. So, does that mean we one of us stays behind? No, we can just lock the ship, ship up and... I suppose we could, yeah. There's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of security roaming the fleet. Absalom Station security. Kind of figured, yeah. We'll just put, like, a like a steering wheel lock on it or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the fucking... <laughs> the There it is. Yeah, put the fucking club on it. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, then let's call the shuttles and let's get them to take us in. You're easily able to hire a shuttle to bring you in to Absalom Station. Does not take long. There's lots of them out there. It's like fucking Uber out here. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have a question to ask of the crew. I've saved the portion of credits that we took from the ship before we commandeered it. And, uh, I believe I'm going to buy us a land vehicle of some sort. Would it be more beneficial for all of us if we each had a hover trike, or if we had something called a Cherav, which is an air vehicle that's like 10 feet wide, 15 feet long, 5 feet high, that holds 7 people. Could put fire mounts on it, shit, it's like a helicopter. Should we get, like, an Apache helicopter? Or do we get a bunch of hover trikes? I would say the Apache helicopter, just because if we need to have more people on it, then it would be yeah. easier to fit everyone on the Apache helicopter. Yeah, we got seven seven passenger slots on the uh, Sherav, which is uh, the condensed version of Cyclohexal Energy Redistributive Airborne Vehicle. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, head, heads up, though, this is actually from a uh, Starfinder scenario, and it seems to be designed by Eslanti, which uh, I understand are kind of like space Nazis. Yeah, they are. So, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to find a space Nazi airship. It is Eslan Station, right? All right, so you bring your shuttle into the station. Uh, you go through a quick customs process, and here you are in Absalom Station. The world is your oyster. Well, let's say we find ourselves a reasonable shop to see if we can find someone to do some work on the ship. Right across from the station where you enter is a sign that says, Barry's Builds and Transports. Nathan, it says, very reasonable shop. <laughs> it does, in fact, say, yeah. it says, Barry's Bills and Transports, a very reasonable shop. Let's go to Barry's, then. All right. Uh, as you enter into Barry's... You must get all the foot traffic. Location, location, location. He does. Oh, yeah, for sure. Here's a, here's a little layout of his shop. You walk into a small hangar slash work area, and out coming to meet you is a Vesk who looks very similar to Mr. Bubbles. Brother, what are you doing here? He says to Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I see. So you've got that going on. The whole ship disappeared? Oh, my God. Wait, hold on a second. I'm you glad you're all right, though. You understand what, what, what Bubbles is saying. What is, oh, what's not saying right now? Yeah, well, yeah, I, can you inter well, introduce me to your friends, Mr. Bubbles. I just start uh, pointing at each one. Uh, Captain Vale, nice to meet you. My name's uh, Barry Bubbles. Uh, 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 hi, Barry. Nice to yeah. meet you. Uh, Krish, Kursk, Kursk, good to meet you. My miss, I'm I'm Barry Bubbles. Greetings. I'm Varrigan Hart. My name is Barry Bubbles. Nice to meet you. Any friend of my brother's is a friend of mine. Tell me what the fuck is going on right now. A shrug. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> if uh, if you're Barry, can I ask what uh, Mr. Bubbles' name is? It's just Bubbles. I shake my head no, Adam. 
No, no, Mr. Bubbles does not like to talk about that, I'm afraid. It's a bit of a painful memory for both of us growing up, uh, so he just goes by Mr. Bubbles. Okay, well, Mr. Bubbles, it's very nice to meet your brother. How do you understand him? How do you not? It's obvious what he's saying. I need a drink. Uh, this is ridiculous. Can you no, just work I'm just kidding. Show? I'm kidding. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> I, I know it's not obvious. We just have... Oh. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> come on, come on into my office. What can uh, I do for you, Captain Vale? Well, Barry, uh, thank you for your hospitality. Uh, as unexpected as it was, you must get a lot of foot traffic here. Yes, yes, we do a pretty good business, I have to say. Well, uh, looking for a couple of things. We need to upgrade the power unit to the power core on my new ship. Ah, yes. Looking oh, for... Does it, Mr. Bubbles? Oh, that's nice. A pool and everything. It is a very nice ship, yes. I just, like, a sidelong glance at, at Mr. Bubbles while that whole thing's happening, looking for the subtle, like, what, how is he getting this, right? <laughs> like, oh, I understand... the biggest room, of course you got the biggest room. You're the biggest one. I feel like... Like, you could absolutely subtly, you, you know, communicate feelings, but, like, the fact that there's a pool, my name... I'm just very... Barry, you're a very intriguing character. Yeah, oh, no, no, I'm just the realities where you understood what's happening here. Yeah, no, this is actually really new. Hey, guys, <laughs> he, he likely sent a message to his brother that we're on our way. Hey, mm. hey, don't give away any tricks now. Oh, well... I yeah, cannot look. Not at all. Just, just, just playing the nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> like there's an obvious answer here. Like there's an um, obvious answer here, guys. So, uh, well, yeah. So we're looking. We need to upgrade the power core. We'd like to get ourselves a much nicer computer unit. Now we've got a place to come. We got a guy. Exactly. I want, I want to set up a guy. I want you to have a guy. And that guy is Barry, Mr. Bubbles' brother. It's just nice to be able to know what Mr. Bubbles is saying. To be frank, even yes, if it's through yes. you, Barry. Well, yeah, you know, he's well, really the smart one. I'm just a mechanic. Well, Mr. Bubbles, I'm looking you in a new light. He slaps you on the back. No, <laughs> oh, that, uh, it's like, uh, like I'm, an, I'm an old rat, right? So, oh, sure. oh boy. Yes, yes. Thumbs up. Lean on my walking stick really hard. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, Barry, I, I had something maybe a little... Risque that I was looking for. Have you well, ever not heard? Not that kind of shot, my friend. Not that kind of. No, not like that. Not like that. Have, oh, okay. Have you ever heard of a, a cyclohexyl energy redistributive airborne vehicle? Uh, a Cherav? I understand. I understand. You're wanting to get your hands on a little bit of that uh, Aslanti technology, uh, huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah a little no, bit. Nobody likes them too much. They're, they're mm. kind of they're kind of assholes. I gather. I they're have... highly effective, though. They are. I don't have any Aslanti materials here, but I might be able to rig something up. I'll take anything that you can manage to make. I'll just better. say that I may or may not have seen some pirated schematics. <laughs> The deep Absalom web, yes. Yes, yes, the dark matter web. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, 
see what uh, see what you can do. I mean, that uh, normally costs six thousand six hundred credits uh, worth of materials and the labor for it. But uh, I'd be willing to put together a little bit more if I can manage, or do something for you, maybe. Oh, a little bit of a quid pro quo. Don't mind that. I don't mind that. Tell you what, let's do it. I'll charge you the main or the whatever the flat price of the of it, materials and everything. The six thousand six hundred. Nothing extra on top, and I'll paint it pink so nobody knows that it's an Aslanti shit style. Well, how would pink to throw it off? Because they never paint their shit pink. It's true. They always paint it green, though. How about pink this? ain't green, Captain Vale? How about I'm I'm a big fan of royal blue. All right, royal blue. Oh, uh, thank but, you. No, I'm sorry, Mr. Bubbles favorite color is pink. It's going to have um, to be pink. Oh, oh, Mr. Bubbles. I look over at Mr. Bubbles. Is pink then? Um, I see. All right. All right, Mr. Bubbles. Well, since your brother's getting us such a good deal, I suppose pink's going to be what we're going to go with then. Well, you've given us some good work to do here, and uh, we'll get right on it. What we'll do is we'll send out a ship to your ship with all the tools and parts on it, and we'll get everything done for you. I'll get that, uh, I'll get that pink ship, that pink cruiser built here in the shop, though, you know. Don't need anybody seeing that. If you feel like you'd like to rebrand it while you're at it, go right ahead. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, I've got here, I'm gonna go ahead and transfer you some credits. I normally wouldn't do this until the work was done, but I'm gonna go ahead and send it to you now. Thank you, Captain. Yes, yeah, well, you don't have anything to worry about. Bubbles can vouch for me. That drains my credits. So, now do we just wait for the commander to get in touch with us? As well, as we do. As there's there's some other stuff I want to buy, like yeah. personally. You will have a chance to do all sorts of that stuff. But as you leave Barry's shop, something's going to happen. A dance off. As you exit out of the office, some people show up. You see five creatures walking toward you. They all appear to be some form of undead. They are clearly moving in a strategic formation, holding weapons. So, I think you can destroy all shit and get away with it, says one of them, and they immediately attack. nefarious ne'er-do-wells. How do Mr. Bubbles and his brother Barry communicate? Will David ever get any Starfinder rules correct? All of these questions will be answered next time on Midmax in Space! Uh, the answer to the final question, though, is definitely no. We here at MinMaxed want to thank you, our friends and fellow space adventurers, for joining us. Man, we can't tell you enough how appreciative we are of you, our listeners, for making this show grow into what it's becoming. We continue to be amazed at the increasing number of people who are listening and all of the people who are joining us in our Discord. If you'd like to come chat with us and other fans of the show and just great people, come and join our Discord. There's links for it in the show notes and on our website. And finally, if you'd like to know about how to throw a little financial support towards MinMax, check out our Patreon. Your generosity really does help keep this show running. We'll see you again next time, and until then, 
May you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.